You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to go over that craziness that was yesterday of Charity's Final Four. I'm finally going to get around to talking about Gabby on Off the Vine and the thoughts I had on it. Jason Mesnick, there's a name we haven't heard in a while. He came out yesterday and basically said, yeah, Zach wasn't supposed to be the original Bachelor, which confirmed my initial reporting back in August. We're going to go over that. I'm going to talk a little bit about Vanderpump, even though I don't even watch the show. I've got some thoughts, though, after what happened yesterday, and I've got an update for you on coming out for love. Remember the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show? I've got some news on it, and we will get to all that momentarily. As you know, this podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether it's your keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60. Use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Well, let's get started. Yesterday was interesting, to say the least. Uh, If you were following along on my social media, you know that yesterday morning around, I believe it was 10.30-ish, 10.45 Central Time, I had posted Charity's Final Four of Tanner Cortad, Joey Graziati, Graziati, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it, I don't know, Aaron Bryant and Doton, uh, Doton Olabeko. About six hours later, I had changed her final four, and I realized that Tanner did not get a hometown date yesterday. Yesterday's was Joey, and Tanner didn't get a hometown date at all because he was eliminated in New Orleans. So Xavier gets this Thursday's hometown date. I don't know where it's going to be. He lives in North Carolina, but I know his family doesn't, so I don't know where they're having it. Aaron Bryant is Saturday in Houston, and Doton is on Monday, I believe, in in California. So basically what it came down to was I had found out that they were filming in Pennsylvania for yesterday's hometown date. And I was led to believe that it was Tanner's. And I know when the cast list came out for The Bachelorette, Joey was listed as Honolulu or somewhere in Hawaii. That's where he lives. And that's where Joey lives. But his family lives in the Phoenixville, Pennsylvania area. So I thought it was going to be Tanner who had yesterday's. So that's what I went with. And then I figured Joey's was Thursday. But then I found out Tanner did not get a hometown. So I was like, okay, well, I know they're in Pennsylvania. So Joey's is yesterday. And that means that. uh, And then I know that Sean didn't make it either. So. We know the six that were in New Orleans. Sean and Tanner were the two that were eliminated. So your final four are Joey, Xavier, Aaron, and Doton. So after that, the next thing to find out, obviously, is who possibly gets eliminated at final four. That rose ceremony will be Tuesday in California. And then they'll head out for overnights and final rose ceremony. And hopefully I'll find a location on that and I'll hear about a location on that around that time. But there you go. There's your final four. 
Now, it's still both. I have both still up on my Instagram. I have my initial post, and then the next post right next to it says updated. So I'll eventually probably take the wrong one down just because I know. I mean, look, Charity's final four episode or going from six, her New Orleans episode is episode number five. That's probably going to air end of July, beginning of August. I'm telling you right now, even though we are sitting here on April 12th, I'm telling you right now, people will only remember the first Final Four that I posted. And when Tanner is eliminated in New Orleans, I'm going to say, I thought you said Tanner was Final Four. So that's probably why why I will eventually take that down. I'm not trying to hide that I ever put it up. I will be the first to admit I had Tanner wrong and... You know, the Pennsylvania thing threw me off because him and Joey both would have had hometowns in Pennsylvania. But, yeah, I'm not taking it down to to pretend I never wrote it because I own everything I get wrong. I'm just taking it down because I know how people are. And even though it was only up for six hours before I put the new Final Four out, trust me, somebody will come to me when the New Orleans episode airs and said, I thought you said Tanner was in the Final Four. I know how this works. Been doing this way too long. So keep that in mind. And yeah, there's your final four. Joey, Xavier, Aaron, and Doton. So something I've teased like three times in the podcast, but still haven't gotten around to it, and I'm going to get around to it right now, is Gabby going on at Off the Vine. Now, granted, Gabby was already on clipbait. She didn't really say anything different on Off the Vine, but she said some things that... Um, I'm not that I'm questioning because she's allowed to feel how she feels. I'm just curious to see how this works. One of the things she said was, do I think I'm going to be like pals with Zach? No. Am I still angry and hurt? Absolutely. But he is going to hopefully marry one of my close friends and I plan to stay in Katie's life. And you know, for me to hold hate toward him and anger and resentment, I'm hoping I can let that go at some point. But I do think that at this point, I still feel violated and I'm still getting over all of it. Then she went on to say, it's difficult because I only want what's best for Katie, but I don't think Zach is a bad person. I don't think he is vindictive, mean person. I don't think he meant to hurt me. I think he just did because he wanted to save his relationship with Katie. That's a person he loves and wants to spend his life with, and so I can't fault him for that. I'm upset and disappointed, and I have a lot of emotions, and some of them don't necessarily have words, but I want the best for her. And so if he makes her happy and he respects her and he shows her you know, love and protects her, then I'm happy for them. And if I ever see that not happening, I'll be like, Katie, you need to walk away just like I would do with any one of my friends and whoever they're dating. So I'm trying to separate myself and my experience from judging their relationship from this point forward. And it's going to take time. Okay. I see it. She still seems to be really struggling with everything. And my thing is this. We know how close her and Katie are. And I'm guessing when Gabby and Katie hang out, when women hang out, Assuming both of them, one of them is in a relationship, the concept of the person that they're dating is going to be talked about. Men are not dumb. We know you guys are talking about us. And I just find it so weird that, because we've never seen it, when it was happening during the season and Katie and Gabby were both posting so many pictures with each other during the season while it was airing, I, I said it at the time, I'm like, This is just something we've never seen before. The final one just does not post this much with any of the other women during the season. 
And yet they were very close. I mean, good for them that they were close. But watching it play out and now hearing Gabby post-show, it's just like when Gabby and Katie hang out, it's got to be awfully tough for Katie not to bring up her fiancé. Like, she's going to want to talk about how happy she is or what her and Zach did. And yet you've got Gabby there who went through all of this with Zach, who Zach pretty much embarrassed her on national television by talking about their sex life when he didn't need to. It's just a really weird dynamic. And I don't know. Does Gabby tell her, look, Katie, I love you. Just shut up. I don't want to hear about Zach. But she's not going to say that because that's Katie's fiance. But Gabby is clearly not wanting to hear anything about this guy. I mean, she literally just said, like, am I still angry and hurt? Absolutely. But then she says, I'm not going to hold any hate and towards him and anger and resentment. I'm hoping I can let that go at some point. But I still feel violated. And I'm still getting over all of it. It's just, it's kind of just so up and down what she's talking about. And I don't know what to make of it. Because I know she's going to hang out with Katie, sans Zach. He's certainly not going to hang out with them in a group. Even if Gabby starts dating somebody, I don't think they would, they would double date anytime soon. You could say, well, well, Gabby's got a new man. Why wouldn't she want to hang around Zach? Because it would be awkward. That's why. And I think they both know that. But, yeah, it's just it's just weird because I know women talk about it. And if, and, if, and if Katie's just glowing and so happy with Zach, which seemingly they are, she's not allowed to say a word around Gabby because Gabby's not going to want to hear it. Just a weird, weird dynamic, and it's and it's only made weird because we have just never seen a friendship like this from the final two women. I mean, just just quickly running down past seasons, Susie with Gabby and Rachel. I I, I don't think Susie. I don't. I never see anything with Susie involving Gabby. I'm not saying that these people aren't friends and are civil with each other, but I'm talking about to the extent of what we've seen with Gabby and Katie. It's not even close. Matt, uh, Bree, uh, I mean, um, Michelle and Rachel, I, I no, nothing. Uh, Peter, Hannah Ann and any of his last five women, no. Colton, Cassie, Tasha, Hannah G. I don't see much, uh, you know, again, don't have to be BFFs, but you do see any of these even hanging out with each other, no. Ari, Lauren and Becca, no. Nick, Raven and Vanessa, no. Ben, Lauren and JoJo, no. <laughs> like, I, the list can go on. I could just keep going. You, you, you get my point. Like, it was not only was Gabby and Katie so close and posting pictures nonstop and hanging out together, these other couples, uh, these other final two women, it, just nothing. I never hear any of them talking about the other one or, wow, we've kept in touch and we're close friends and whatever, you know, just and, – and that seems to be normal. Like, Gabby and Katie are the exception. For whatever reason, they just totally connected. But they're definitely the exception in all this. So just a weird, weird dynamic, and I'm just, I'm just curious to see how it plays out. Okay, so if you had yesterday on your bingo card Jason Mesnick – was going to tell America that Zach wasn't even supposed to be the bachelor. Uh, you could circle your bingo card because 
Jason went on the Almost Famous podcast, but the one hosted by Bob Guinea and Trista Sutter. And I'm just going to play this for you because this was fascinating when someone told me about it. And then I went and listened. And this is I'm going to pick it up right where Jason starts talking. Just, I, I think, just light the world on fire at the time, and I was always so happy for you guys. But then I, I noticed, like, recently, when they bring the old guys on for counseling, I get why I'm not included in that. Mine was guys. a mess. <laughs> but they, you know, I, they got to get the mess back out there. The mess has some words you know of what? wisdom. Well, you know, it's funny. Who, and I, again, everybody's going to kill me. I don't even watch the show. What's it called yeah. again? Ah. The Bachelor. Ah. Bachelor. So I know my friends called... call me the Bachelor, which I think is funny. But yeah. Oh, that is good. So I was called um, before the season started because they had initially picked somebody else to be the Bachelor. Okay. And I don't know his again. Can, we, just because can you tell who that was? It was a, it was a dad. All I know is a single dad. Okay. Oh, and then he got—he was on Paradise so and they met had, someone. They had, so, like, I have yeah. my flight already booked to go yeah. out there to do some of my, you know, wizardry, being yes. a single dad, which is nothing, right? Um, which is just keep your kids nothing. alive. <laughs> um, so, it, like, flight was booked, and then something negative came out about him, and it was oh. supposed to fly out that night, and they're like, "So we canceled your flight." Okay. And we're going to go in another direction. And it was all within like. Wow. Wow. I remember that. I do remember being totally shocked because Michael is the person that you're talking about. And I was shocked when the bad publicity came out about him because I thought he seems like a stand up dude. Like be like salt of the earth kind of people. Okay. We're going to step in right there because Trista clearly doesn't know the filming schedule of the show, which is fine. I didn't expect her to, but she's thinking that Jason is referring to Michael Alio. But as we know, what Jason is talking about is in September of last year, right before Bachelor filming was start, he was going to be the mentor, not Sean Lowe, because their Bachelor was going to be a single dad. Trista's mistaken. She thought the single dad was going to be Michael, and there was a negative story about her. But if you know that Michael filmed Paradise back in June of last year, he was two and a half months into his relationship with Danielle. So, no, he was not going to be The Bachelor. Who Jason is talking about is Nate. And this is why when I first reported, the first reports I was hearing about who was going to be the next Bachelor, I was telling you guys, I'm hearing it's going to be Nate. And remember I told you I had that picture of him and his daughter at Disneyland? And I was like, look... This they only take producers only take you only get the Disneyland tour if you're going to be the next lead. That's what they gave him the Disneyland tour for with his daughter. And then all of a sudden he wasn't the next lead. And now we know why Jason just spilled to everybody. It's because of the negative story that I reported because Kelsey came to me and said, this guy didn't even tell me he had a daughter for 18 months. And just interesting because I I. I Doubt that Jason thought he was breaking some news yesterday. I mean, look, I wouldn't call it breaking, but it's definitely confirming the reports that I had last August. And I was like, hey, it's I'm hearing it's going to be Nate. And then when I got the, the Disneyland picture, I said all signs pointing to Nate. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. Now, any reports that Nate turned it down or Nate decided not to do it, well, that's all bullshit. Jason just exposed him. Jason just said, look, he didn't get it because of the negative publicity against him. And 
yeah, just interesting that that came out yesterday. Like I said, I'm sure Jason had no idea that he was going to uh, confirm something, but basically said, like, look, Zach wasn't their first choice. And no, he wasn't. It was Nate. And we get the confirmation yesterday from Jason. And so, as you know, I am not a Vanderpump Rules person. I don't watch the show. I'm very, I'm watching from the outside of everything that's going on right now. I'm very well aware that Tom was in a very long relationship with Ariana, I want to say like nine years, and then for the last seven months, he's been having an affair with Raquel. I get that. I know that a, I don't know what season of Vanderpump Rules is airing right now, nine or ten or something like that, but What's airing right now on Vanderpump Rules hasn't even gotten to the point where they've started showing anything regarding Tom and Raquel's affair. So yesterday, I see the story that Tom Sandoval goes on Howie Mandel's podcast and basically just lays everything out there and tells everybody what happened, the timeline, all this. I just read, again, I didn't listen to it. But I read the recap on Us Weekly, and I guess my response to this and my question is, and maybe people that are very dialed into this whole scene can fill me in here, I got to imagine Bravo is not thrilled that Tom did this because we haven't even gotten to the point in the show where they're addressing his affair with Raquel, and now he's already talking about it post while the show's still going on. And the reunion show that they have already filmed, where they do talk about all this, hasn't even aired yet. And yet Tom is going on other podcasts. If I'm Bravo, I'm like, dude, shut up. You need to save it so people will tune into the reunion show. I mean, granted, people are still going to watch the reunion show. It's going to be explosive because it'll be all three of them on there and all three of them in a group. And then I know that uh, Andy Cohen interviewed them individually But my whole thing is, I'm just shocked that he's allowed to do this. And maybe he isn't. And maybe he's now going to get in trouble for going on a podcast. To me, this is like the equivalent of when everything was going down with Victoria Fuller last summer. Remember, all this stuff was happening with Victoria Fuller. But yet, we hadn't even seen her get engaged to Johnny on the show. And yet, she was taking a trip to Italy with Greg Grippo. That would be like if... To me, it would be the same thing as if Victoria Fuller did an interview while Bachelor in Paradise is airing talking about her relationship with Greg Grippo when people are like, wait a second, we, you're with Johnny on the show. What are, you, what are you talking about? Now, granted, everybody that's dialed into this Vanderpump Rules story knows what it is now. I'm just surprised he's allowed to talk about it. And if I'm Bravo, I'm not thrilled because you want people to – Everyone, you don't want any of these people to talk. And the first thing you hear them talking about this particular situation, him cheating on Ariana with Raquel, you would think the first time we want our audience to hear about this is our reunion show that we taped, which I guess doesn't come out until, what, May, next month? But I'm just shocked. I'm shocked he was allowed to go on Howie Mandel's podcast and literally lay out everything. Kind of weird. I don't, I don't really know what that does for Bravo. Kind of hurts them a little bit, but maybe that's his. Maybe he's basically just saying, "Look, me and Raquel are done. We're never going to be on the show again, so I don't care." I I would think the show's going to want them to be on the show, even though apparently everybody on the show hates them. 
and they're just they only have each other right now. So I don't know what's gonna happen. I but when I saw that he did Howie Mandel's podcast, I'm just like, this is weird. I can't believe he's allowed to do this. Doesn't make a lot of sense if you're Bravo, but maybe there's something I don't know. So if anyone wants to fill me in or give their two cents on that, I'd be interested in hearing it. Maybe I'm missing the boat, and there's a reason he's doing it, and he's allowed to do it. I don't know. And I want to end with this. Remember a couple months ago, I told you about the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show called Coming Out for Love that was filmed in Palm Springs last year, and I was working in a collaboration with them, and we were all set to go, and I had a discount code. for you. It was one you had to pay for, and it was going to be 16 episodes long, all that stuff. And they had a problem with the streaming people that they had teamed up with. So they said, let us reset and we'll get back to you. Well, here's what I can give you in terms of an update for it. It's going to relaunch on May 5th. And it's going to relaunch on comingoutforlove.com. If you go to that site, it still says we'll let you know when we know. I'm giving you a heads up. May 5th is when it's relaunching. And it's going to be the same thing. One episode a week for 16 weeks. Starting on May 5th, they're going to replay the first episode and I think show the trailer for the rest of the season and then six, and then 15 episodes after that every Friday. And you're still going to have to sign up. It's going to be a pay service to actually watch it. I think it's $19.99 for the whole, to watch the whole season or sign up for three months or four months, whatever it takes to watch the whole season. And you'll be able to use a discount code that I'm going to give you for that. So... I know people had asked about it. You'd probably forgotten about it since I hadn't brought it up in a in a couple months because I didn't know. I was waiting for them to get back to me to let me know exactly what was happening with the show. If it was going to go to a streaming service, it was just going to be on the site. So it's just it's just going to be the only place you can be able to see it is on comingoutforlove.com. Uh, it's not set up yet. We're still about a month away from it all starting, but I just wanted to give anybody who was interested a heads up. And as we get closer to that, I'll fill you in on more stuff. I'll let you know how to sign up, how to be able to watch the show. And we're going to be hearing uh, from the host of the show. We're going to be hearing from the lead of the show. I'm going to be having interviews from that show coming up in May and June. So keep it all right here. It's comingoutforlove.com. It's the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. So like I said, I at the time when I was promoting this, I've seen the first two ep- episodes. I thought it was really, really good. Remember, I had the creator of the show, Nicole Kahn, on my podcast. It was an excellent, excellent podcast. If you're interested in hearing all about her background and how she came about this idea, go back and listen to that one. It was about two months ago. You can find it on my podcast feed, so go check that out. But, yeah, I will keep you updated on everything going on with that. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now, so be sure to look for that. If you're interested in sports, pass that along to anybody you know. And I will be back with you tomorrow yet again for another Daily Roundup. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.